What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for AwesomeMode.com, and I am back with my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Sunday, May 1st. And be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. Let me know in the comments section who your favorite plays are. And finally, shout out to No House Advantage for being the sponsor of this video. You use the promo code AWESOMO. When you sign up, you will get $25 on your first deposit. And we're rounding out the bottom of my top 10. Robert Williams, Marcus Smart, Derek White, Steph Curry, and Jaron Jackson on the outside looking in. Who will be my favorites? My top five plays for today? Time to find out. First up at number five, we've got Desmond Bain. He is shooting guard eligible, 6,900. Projected for 36 and a half. The goal is 40. He's in the optimal lineup 39% of the time. I gave Bain 38 minutes. I think he's just going to be playing big minutes right now. I don't think that Memphis is going to mess around too much. I think the big minutes are going to stay. 0.96 fantasy points per minute here for Bain. 21% usage. 19 points, 6 boards, 2.5 assists, and 2 stocks. Clearly a very difficult defensive matchup for Bain. He should have additional eligibility other than shooting guard. That is a little bit problematic. But even at just shooting guard... He's still able to get to the number five spot. I think he's just slightly underpriced for his minutes role. At number four, we go to Boston for Jalen Brown. Shooting guard, small forward, eligible. So you also get him at guard, forward, and utility. 7,900, projected for 45. The goal is 46. He's in the optimal lineup 43% of the time. Gave Jalen Brown 38 minutes. 1.18 fantasy points per minute here. 30% usage. 26 real points. Seven boards. Almost four assists and a stock and a half in a pace-up spot against Milwaukee and in a matchup that isn't as bad as it would have been if Chris Middleton was still there. I think they're going to have some sec success offensively that they wouldn't have necessarily expected to have. Things are just going to be a little bit more open. And the fact that you can put Jalen Brown in five of the eight roster positions makes things a lot easier. At number three, we go to Dylan Brooks, also shooting guard, small forward eligible, 5,800, projected for 32 and a half. The goal is 33 and a half, and he's in the optimal lineup 46% of the time. I gave Brooks 34 minutes. There's some upside there, but I assume foul trouble keeps him out of the true upper echelons of playing time. 0.95 fantasy points per minute, and you know, just an absolute usage hog. 19 points on 27% usage. Four boards, three assists, a stock and a half. Look, again, this is just positionality, price, and minutes. Shooting guard, small forward, guard forward utility. Sub 6K for 34 minutes and high usage. Dylan Brooks is the guy, once again, that really makes things work no matter what sort of style of lineup that you're building. We're back to Boston at number two for Jason Tatum. Small forward, power forward, eligible, 9,400. Projected for 53. The goal is 55. He's in the optimal lineup 49% of the time. I gave Tatum 40 minutes, 1.3 fantasy points per minute, 31% usage. 29 points, nine boards, five assists, and two stocks. And he doesn't have to worry about Chris Middleton being on the opposite side of him. That's one less defender capable of checking Jason Tatum. That's a pretty important thing, given the fact Jason Tatum was absolutely exceptional against the Brooklyn Nets. Now, this should be a much better defensive team even without Middleton than the Brooklyn Nets were. I don't think it's going to matter. I think Jason Tatum's just a different guy now. It's a pace-up spot against Milwaukee. They're not as good, and 
A 29-9-5 stat line looks pretty damn good for Tatum at 9,400. I would have liked to see him get to the number one spot. Not enough value in the price tag, but number two, just as good. Now, before we get to that number one contender, one last reminder, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. Let me know in the comments section who your favorite plays are, and then go sign up at No House Advantage using the promo code AWESOMO. And finally, your number one contender is Brandon Clark. He's power forward center eligible 6,100, projected for 37. The goal is 36. He's in the optimal lineup 55% of the time. I'm assuming that Brandon Clark's role looks similar today that it did against Minnesota. So I gave him 32 minutes, 1.16 fantasy points per minute, 17% usage, 14 and a half points, 10 boards, two and a half assists, and two and a half stops. That's a tough spot against Golden State, but I think they're going to need Brandon Clark's skill set a little bit more than they need the Steven Adams type skill set. Maybe it ends up going a little bit more to Tillman, but it really doesn't matter here. Even if you are pessimistic about Brandon Clark and you want to take him to 26 minutes or 28 minutes, he's still on this list and he's probably in the fifth range. So I think that he could play even more than 32 minutes if this game breaks correctly, if Jaron Jackson gets into more foul trouble, if things just aren't working. You also get power forward center eligibility, which is massive. This one's pretty easy to me. Brandon Clark is your number one contender for today. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Sunday, May 1st. Now, there's a FanDuel version of this video around here somewhere, so check it out. Good luck tonight, everybody. Win some money. We are back again tomorrow morning for another edition of the Contenders.